Unfiltered. Hey everyone, hope everyone is having a great week so far. Starting with this episode, we're going to try something a bit different than what we have done in the past. We will be doing a whole series of episodes on one topic, the Johnny Kitagawa sex abuse case. We want to make clear that we aren't professional journalists. What we say is informed by what we have heard from the news and the people around us. We wanted to talk about this topic for a few reasons. One being that although Kitagawa's predation is comparable to that of Harvey Weinstein, his abuse isn't being talked about much or discussed much in the United States. A second reason is that in Japan, it hasn't been until recently that news organizations have started to seriously cover allegations of sexual abuse against Kitagawa. Also, Johnny is an associates is one of the most influential entertainment companies in Japan, meaning that if someone wants to learn about Japan on a deeper level, they should definitely learn about this issue. So I guess first off the bat, first of all, or to start off, <laughs> who is Johnny Kitagawa? Let's <laughs> mm. talk about that first, since this topic is um, we're covering who Johnny Kitagawa was. Um, we're going to be discussing um, or talking about the people he abused or young boys that he abused, at least the ones who have come out publicly, and those the effects, the deep implications, effects, trauma that he has caused um, not only these young boys, but the whole Japanese entertainment system, the Japanese media system, journalism in Japan, um, how much influence he's had um, and what that effect, what his power has, um, what the effect his power has had on Japan as a whole. So... Anyways, but yeah, who is Johnny Kitagawa? <laughs> Let's talk about that first. Okay, then I'll explain that uh, information about Johnny Kitagawa. And uh, he is, uh, he was born on October 23rd, 1931. And he passed away on July 9th, 2019. Uh, 2019. Uh, uh, yeah, and he was born in Los Angeles. And uh and born as John Hiromu Kitagawa and he is professional he was prof known professionally as Johnny Kitagawa and before uh the rumors of sexual abuse uh he was called Johnny-san in Japan with uh in a like a fr friendly way and yeah that's uh the information about Johnny Kitagawa Mm -mm. very just brief information yeah there actually isn't much that we know about him as a person like not much of his private life has been uh shared with the public um but yeah he died pretty recently 2019 mm. and then yeah i just wanted to like ask you guys what you guys feel or yeah like so people called him by his first name in japan isn't that kind of weird or or is that not because i know for celebrities they also sometimes call them by their first names maybe or maybe they're like or like i don't know but for arashi like aibakun like mm. they they mm. say things like that but that's his last name though right so oh. so there aren't that many people that you would call by their first name in japan 
if they're a public figure. 私はうんそう思う。なんか芸能人とか見てても、例えばうん長澤まさみさんとか、えまさみさんって普通言わ言わないし、結構フルネームで呼ぶんじゃないかな芸能人だったら。で嵐とかまあメンバージャニーズのメンバーでもそうだね。桜井翔くん、翔くん、うん桜井くん、うん。それ微妙かなどう,どうだろう<笑>うんまあ珍しいは確かに珍しいかもしれないね。ファーストネーム人は。Did, does it sound weird to you guys to say Jenny-san? Or is it just so embedded into Japanese pop culture that it's not weird at all?Doesn't feel weird to me. <笑>全然考えたこともないぐらいそれが当たり前だと思ってたから。Mm. Oh, is there anyone else you can think of who goes by their first name in Japan who's a public figure? Ah, but this is how it is. Japanese people are pop artists. Taylor Swift or Taylor, they're usually called Taylor Swift. And Justin Bieber, they're Justin. They're all called Justin. If you're not a Japanese person, you're usually called first name. うん、あ,あるかもね。あでも、うん、そのなんかさ、タレントというかセレブリティじゃなくて、そのプロデューサー側の人をさ、そのじゃ事務所にいる人もそうだし、そうじゃない一般の人もファーストネームで呼んでるって、なかなか影響力は強いよねって改めて思うよね、なんか。うん、結構レアケースだよね、なかなか。うん、他には見当たらないぐらい珍しい。Do you think he went by his first name because he was born in the US? Like he kind of wanted to be like, oh, I'm American too? Or do you think it was more. So, like, now we're gonna. I mean, later on, we'll talk about how people are starting to not want him, want to call him Jenny son anymore. But do you think. So, do you think a motivation behind. Calling himself Jenny san was to make him seem more friendly or approachable、mm. by the public.、Mm. What do you think his motivation was behind that? Does, does it make him sound more approachable or is it just.、Mm. Yeah, it does make、yeah. him approachable, but. Eh, like, so many congregated on Nogana, don't want to. So, no more. Jenny san. Eh, demo, so, eh? ジャニーさんとさ北川さんって比べたときにやっぱりジャニーさんの方がさ親しみやすさは感じられるよね。北川さんって言うとめちゃめちゃなんかなんて言うんだろうな年上だしなんか尊敬しなくちゃいけないみたいな印象は出てくるしなんかそのジャニー北川氏は結構あの口癖というかあのアメリカの You あるじゃんあなたっていう意味の You You はさみたいな感じで普通にそれをあの会話の中で使うらしくてそれも多分よく知られてることなんだけど、うん、やっぱなんか普通の純日本人とは違う印象を与えたかったっていうのもあるんじゃないかなと思う北川さんだとさ絶対日本人っぽく聞こえちゃうからあえてジャニーさんって呼ばせることで、うん、なんか俺はちょっとアメリカ系でなんか日本人だけど日本人ではないみたいな微妙なところを狙ってた可能性はあるかなって思う。First started or entered the entertainment industry probably 60s, right? It's around the 60s. And so,、um, to be at that time, the US was 
more looked up to than now maybe in Japan or seen as something very very foreign and so Mm. I think that would make sense for him to want to seem both Japanese but also connected to the U.S. Mm-hmm. in some way yeah sorry I phrased that as a question but yeah he entered the entertainment industry around the 60s so mm-hmm. or in the 60s so yeah that, that makes sense mm-hmm. but yeah we'll touch on it later but yeah so it, it seems like people are starting to want to not call him Johnny Sun anymore mm-hmm. and uh yeah I mean yeah when I talked to you about this Kinoko or when the these allegations started to get um be covered more seriously yeah, you didn't know that his last name was Kitagawa, right? Or like, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know his last name was Kitagawa either. So his last name, like that Japanese um, title or name was very much pushed out from his image um, or how he was called. So that's mm-hmm. fascinating to me. Yeah, anyway, so that's sort of information about him. Um, but then, so what he's most known for is for creating the company Johnny's and Associates. So, and then, so what is Johnny's and Associates? Let's, <laughs> mm, let's talk mm-hmm. about that. Johnny's mm-hmm. uh, and Associates は、あの、日本で日本の中でもすごい有、ま、強力なすごい影響力の強いタレントタレント会社なんていうのタレントエージェンシーで、え、これはもうご存知の通りジャニー北川氏が設立した会社です。で、あの、特徴としてはやっぱりあの、アイドルを輩出するけど、男性だけ、男の子だけしかしかあの、輩出しない。だからこのエージェンシーの中には女のアイドルは一人もいない。っていうのが特徴かなと思います。で、日本
so I would say Johnny's and Associates is a bit on a decline right now, but so during their like extreme, like the years when they were really, really popular, like, yeah, when Kinuko was in middle school or so, yeah, you can't turn on the TV without seeing them there and ads everywhere. Like, but even now, the, like, you're guaranteed to see some sort of ad with a Johnny's and Associate celebrity on there, um, just walking around. Yeah, and I used to be, um, when I most recently visited Japan this summer, or so when I visited Japan this summer, I, there were some times when I got on the train and I didn't see an ad with a Johnny celebrity on it, but it used to be that you couldn't go on the train without seeing a face of one of these celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was to that level. Yeah, and another point, like, yeah, so not many male fans, just <laughs> mm. mostly the young young girls in your classes. So まあ、メインは女の子とか女性、まあ、お母さん世代とか、30代、40代、もっとおばあちゃん世代くらい、まあ、女性がメインだったのかなとは思うけど、どうなんだろう。うん、確かにそうだね。うん。いや、いや、い
so he, he has connections or so yeah, yeah yeah so even before entering the entertainment industry he already has connections in the american government mm. and then if the first story is right he creepily just goes up to these boys playing bass. i don't know that's such a weird story and but then let's say the second story is right right that like he this group of boys were already gonna thinking of debuting as a boy group but he took them from a different manager why did he start getting interested in the entertainment industry Mm. he was already working for the american government so why Mm. (laughs) what i want to know more about why he shifted to being interested in the entertainment Mm. industry like obviously now we know like was it originally because he wanted to sexually abuse boys was that the motivation or was there something (laughs) or was that like a motivation or or was there something else? That's like, that's a interesting switch to me. Mm. And then, okay, yeah. And so then there's this company that Johnny has. Johnny's in this. So he creates this entertainment company eventually. Mm. Right. So then Johnny, uh, Johnny creates uh, the company, Johnny and Associates. And then he assembles, produces, and manages, or he managed many of the boy groups from the company. I'm looking trio. So that was a group from Johnny. Is that famous? Never heard of that. Never group. heard it. So, have you heard of in the Guardian article? It talks about a group Four Leaves. Do you guys know that group? Not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems that Four Leaves was his first success. Uh, and it they in 1968. So I get so his first few groups, I guess not very famous at all. Um, to you guys, uh, but. So I guess for our generation, the ones that we know the best, Arashi, Smap, Tokyo, B6, Kanjani, 8, Kisumai, Futu, 2, King and the Prince, and that the short version is King Puri, Naniwa Danshi, Snowman, etc. Heisei Jump is also another one. And all of the, oh, Katun, Katun, that's another one. So all of these names were created by Johnny Kitagawa himself is what most people believe. But to an American like myself, these names are awful. This is <laughs> so bad. But um, to a person who's grown up with these groups, I'm assuming they wouldn't sound strange to you guys? Mm. Like, mm. not at all? Not at all, yeah, it's normal to me (laughs) did you ever like or or, for for you guys like in middle school what were the biggest groups or i guess high school too what were the biggest groups that you remember people liking in your class your classes oh so the short version of kiss my foot too is kiss my (laughs) Yeah, but so also the story behind this name, right, from what I know or have heard is that so it's the first letter or first character from each member's group member's name. So then Futu gets rid of some of the members. So Kismai is just 
<laughs> we don't really think about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just like shortening. It was irrelevant. I see. あとはでも嵐はもう長年根強い人気じゃないもう安定のもう王道って感じのイメージかなそうだね小学校高校もずっと人気だったイメージはあるな嵐が一番うんいや嵐is I've heard that was even more popular than Adashi in Japan. Yeah. Oh, another weird name, Sexy Zone. We'll get into it in another episode. But apparently, they're wanting to change their name now. That's the rumor. But yeah, I have a story where <laughs> I went to uh, visit my grandma and my cousin was staying with her uh, while she was a university student because her school was closer to where my grandmother lived. And so, and the whole, she had uh, her her room upstairs and we went, or I went and then um, I saw in her room, there were banners that just said sexy zone all over the walls. And at the time <laughs> I had no idea that was a group. And I thought, oh, okay. I like, I mean, you're feeling yourself. That's, that's great. You know, like feeling good about yourself. This is a sexy zone. I am for it. <laughs> Raising your self-confidence. Great. Oh. And then I eventually learned that uh, it's a boy band. <laughs> <laughs> and then who would you say is the most popular now? I, I'm, well, I guess uh, public, there's been more criticism of the company as a whole, obviously, but is there... Maybe this isn't the group to ask. うん。私たちに聞いてもわからん。スノーマンとかじゃない今は。スノーマンと、えっと、あれもう一個のやつなんだっけああ、わかる。なんだっけなんか対抗ライバル関係みたいなやつよね。スノーマンと一緒の時期
what what's in this California water that made him such a terrible name giver? Mm. But, or I guess he was in Japan by that point. But anyways, this is terrible. Uh, just a shame. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so yeah, so he monopolized the boy band industry in Japan for around 40 years. So he had so much influence in this entertainment industry. So the way this system worked was that so his celebrities got very popular and so they would appear on variety shows and viewership increased when these celebrities went on those shows and also these variety shows these tv networks or tv companies they are directly tied to the four main japanese newspapers and so if let's say um they're, they're not necessarily the same company but they do share a lot of the same news uh, and um, I know Fuji television and one of the newspapers, main newspapers are the same company though. So, so let's say there's the newspaper, one of the four main newspapers, one, so one of the main newspapers publishes something negative about, or publishes something about the sexual abuse scandals surrounding Kitagawa, then Kitagawa will in retribution say, our celebrities are not going to appear on the variety show for the TV company that's associated with you. And so then their variety shows have less viewership, less money. Sponsors don't really want to sponsor them as much because they don't have as many viewers. So Johnny Kitagawa had this huge influence in the entertainment industry. And he also made it so it was very difficult for other companies to produce boy bands. So he created a monopoly, not just around boy bands, but also around, or, or so also made sure that no one said anything bad about him. Mm-hmm. And he did that through the popularity of celebrities that he turns out abused for years, mm-hmm. decades. Yeah. We've already talked about this a little bit, but um, how have we grown up with Johnny's or interacted with it? Is there anything else that we haven't said already that you think would be important? For people to know about Johnny's, not much, not much. So, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. で、負けたチームが罰ゲームとして、なんか嵐の曲をみんなの前で歌わされるっていう罰ゲームがあった。<笑>その歌知らなくて適当にこうやって口パクでなんか歌ってる真似したけど、<笑>それも思い出かな。でもなんかそれなんか知ってる前提でその罰ゲームの曲に選ばれたわけじゃん、嵐の曲が。だからそれほどなんかもう当たり前というかみんな知ってて当然だよねっていう風潮は確かにあったかもしれない。<笑> So Johnny's and Associates to you is just humiliation. That's your memory of Arasu-san. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's why I never supported them. <laughs> From that moment on, never. Yes. <laughs> Before then, also never. But especially after, <laughs> never. Exactly. <laughs> Kai, what about you? I was a lot of Arasu-san. So I was a lot of 嵐のメンバーもわかるし嵐の番組も家でずっと流れてたし、うん、もうずっと家で流れてたから
結構本当になんか生活の一部じゃないけどずっとなんか近いところにいた感じはしてるなーって感じかなあとまあクラスメートもめっちゃ好きな人多かったしなんかインスタとか見てるとなんかあるジャニーズ好きみたいな、まあ、いわゆるジャニオータみたいな人はすごい熱狂的な人いるなっていうのはもうほんと小学校くらいから今大学になってもずっと身の回りに1人か2人は確実にいるなっていう感じですかね。きねか、did you ever have anyone in your class apply? Or did you ever hear stories of guys wanting, of boys wanting to apply for Johnny's and Associates? え、なんかあれだね、私の陸上部にいたその女の子の友達が。なんかクラスメートのことをなんか結構かっこいい男の子がいてその子をジャニーズに応募させたいっていうふうには言ってたけど実際には応募してないかな。そううん、そんな感じだった。え、でもなんかあれなんだってね、よくわからんけど、私のジャニーズのジャニーオタの友達から聞くのは、そのジャニーズに入ってるあのメンバーって結構そのお母さんとかお姉ちゃんとか,か勝手に自分の知らない間にアプリケーション出して、うん、であの審査に受かっちゃったみたいな人が。いるんだってね。だから、な、う、つ、ん、うん、よく言うよね。なんでなん、うん、気持ち悪いよね、ちょっと。Yeah, I was watching the Arashi Diaries, Voyage Diaries, I think it's what it's called.Voyage, I don't know. It was something like that on Netflix.And each member was talking about how, behind how they applied to the company.And I think it's two of them said that it was their mom. Or their sister, or some woman in their family was like, or yeah, sent in an application for them. And、yeah. they were very happy that they got in. Or yeah, yeah, that's scary.、Mm. What about you, Kai? Did you ever think about applying, or did you hear of any stories of people in your school applying? Or not、mm. people, I mean, only boys could apply. But... Yeah, I don't know. なんか今の話で思ったのはなんかジャニーズかっこいい人のことをジャニーズっぽいねとかジャニーズ系っていうのもなんか結構すごいことだなと思ったあの言葉をがこう浸透してるみたいなジャニーズっていう、うん、イコールかっこいいみたいなので浸透してるのがなんかすごいなと思った。Or now it's a term, I guess, right? So,、mm. what was the term? Jani K? Or like, Jani... or, or Jani, what was it?、Huh? Or say it again? A Janese K? Janese K?、Mm. And so,、mm. that, so that implies that a boy is good looking.、Mm. And then, but Jani... like a specific、mm-hmm. type of like good looking. Like,、mm. not just a. Bishonen, Mitaina. Like a mega o k i k u t なんかみんなに可愛いって言われるタイプのイケメンみたいな。うん。And this later is will be known as the 
type of boy that Johnny Kitagawa prefers for the celebrities in the boy groups or, or the members of boy groups, you would say. Mm-hmm. Like these are uh, a typical Johnny and associate celebrity. That's how they would look. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Johnny's K. There's also Johnny's uh, that can refer to the company, but then also people who are in the company or is that right mm. or, okay okay i'm thinking of it right okay <laughs> so there's so many ways そうそうそうなんか私たちが多分ジャニーズって言った時にはそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそ